Let's do it. Sounds good. Episode of Whack 'em and Pack 'em Podcast. This is your host, Chad Pillar. I got my co host in the house, too. What's going on, folks? Good afternoon to you. We're out here in old beautiful Glendora right now, chilling. It's not really chilling because it's like 104. <laughs> Hotter and shit. Almighty hell. It's hot. It's hot. Freaking sauna. Oh, so if, if out there, you guys are out there in this heat beating it down, because I know all you blue collar workers that are out there just hustling and grinding right now. Stay hydrated, my brother. Keep hydrated. Yeah. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Yeah. Hey, so. Today, we got a good juicy one, dude. A lot of stuff that I don't know, really, because I'm not this kind of guy, Dwight. I'm a bow hunter, but I'm not this kind of bow hunter. Dude, you know you what know, I'm saying? Brother, I'm telling you, you were telling me about this guy, and I'm like, okay, I guess we're both going to be educated today, right? I'm definitely, I know I'm going to be educated <laughs> because of the fact that, yeah, this guy's the modern-day Robin Hood. Oh, you know Lord. what I'm saying, oh, yeah. dude? <laughs> hey, but before we get into the funny, good stuff, you know, uh, to know this guy, let me thank my sponsors out there. Let's first off with Mountain Bound Hunt Co. Check these guys out, man. These guys are invented the new generation kennels for these dogs. They got all the high-tech stuff in it. I mean, it's legit, Dwight. I mean, they're sturdy. I mean, badass to the bone, dude. Nice. I mean, oh, they're freaking metal freaking kennels, dude. I thought at first when I, I saw one. Right. And I was just like... At first, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, I see a picture. You <laughs> okay, know what I'm saying? Right. Everybody out there, no, no, no. I saw that shit, and I was like, if I die, please reincarnate <laughs> me to one of these sport freaking Jerry Springer pointer dogs that these guys got, because I'll get one of these. I'll be, I'll be in one of these kennels. Right. They're really? Le- yeah, they're legit, Dwight. I got to check one out. Oh, dude, the mattresses in them are legit, dude. They got these drawers that have these L- USB ports. I mean, LD da- LED wow. lights. Yeah. Nice. Dogs living large after a good hunt. You know what I mean? So out there, guys, go check out Mountain Bound Hunt Co., dude. Mark and Trev, they just started it. They got the new kennels. They got uh, shed hangers for all you shed hunters out there. They, Don't worry. Go, don't just throw your sheds in a pile anymore. You can hang them nice. deep. And they are nice, quality, American-made, baby. Oh, and, absolutely. Ooh, absolutely. USA, ooh, baby. USA. to be American. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Chad, one question, bro. Hey, do they, uh, do the mattresses vibrate? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't get. I, I, I wanted to get in, but I was like, "Dude, I'm a little. T- I, I know I lost some good weight already, but you know what? A little too fat for my ass to get in. They need a little bigger one, you know. Maybe, hey, maybe the singles, because the one I saw was a double for oh, a double okay. dog. And right. I was like, oh. <laughs> "No, Chad, don't try to do it." You know, and I already had about five beers, six beers, so I'm like, I was thinking, could I just to see? <laughs> but I didn't. And also, check out my man. Wild Edge Inc. out there, baby. The new saddles. Ah, yeah, this guy is American-owned, veteran-owned. Everything's in-house, Dwight. These saddles are amazing. It's like it's like just hanging in a hammock, dude, okay? Nice. I mean, the, he's making these steps all in-house, these metal steps. Hey, dude, you don't have to ruin the tree, screw a hole in, oh. wrap it around with a rope, whoop, 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 pull it down, whoop, whoop. 
And it's, you're like a lineman uh, climbing a tree. Nice. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> you get up in the tree, Dwight. You got your boat hanging out, dude. It's like, dude, freaking nice, dude. Wow. Oh, I was like, oh, and I'm, I like tree stands. Yes, but that I know. I know it's uh, sitting in a tree for a while. I just, oh, man, my back starts oh, hurting. Oh, God, yes. It doesn't matter yes. if you got a double-decker cushion, you know, from uh, yes. whatever those guys are, Cabela's or, right. you know. Oh, big game! Yeah, that, that's the those are the pads I had. I had these big game pads, right, right? right? And they were like super. I went to like Bass Pro Shop, and I seen these pads, dog. And I was like, "Oh, dude, this I just need this pad. I got. To, I need the tree stand in the tree, right? Right. right? I go up, get in the tree stand. I lasted about like two hours, and it's just like I'm moving around too much, too much. Right. Well, Uncomfortable. Well, when I got picked for that reality show, Hunt Wars, right? Right. Drew. Got my back, dude. He sponsored me up, dude. He's got me a wild edge saddle, dude. I got into the saddle. My buddy Ryan Davis out there in Ohio, he got he showed me how to ropes, how to use this saddle. And I'm telling you right now, it's a freaking game changer. You can climb down a tree, dude, and go 10 feet across and get another tree right up. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't do that with a regular stand. No. I mean, without making a bunch of noise, no. Right. You could right. be now. You could be in a tree, looking, and all of a sudden you see deer, 80, 90 yards away, and they, and nonstop. Right. You know, like, oh, I I need to get, get on there. there. <laughs> so you could go forty yards and get another tree in like minutes, Boom. dude. Everybody, check out Wild Edge, dude. Nice. The saddles, baby. Check them out. He has a whole line. Get the berserker. They got the new platform, the battle axe. Ooh, yeah. And I battle axe even sounds dope, right? right. You know what I mean? <laughs> you better have the freaking battle axe, dog. <laughs> so enough of the biz. Let's get into my man right here. What's up, Mark Sasser? Yeah. Hey, what's up, fellas? How you doing? Oh, thanks for ha coming on and hanging out for us a little bit with us, uh, Mark. I really appreciate you and your time. Hey, man, no problem. Uh, I'm excited about it. And you know, it's it's time to get intense. So I'm stoked. I'm I'm excited to hang out and talk to you guys a little bit. Perfect, perfect. So hey, won't you just uh, <laughs> spill out to the listeners? Who you are, what you are, where they can find you, if you want them to find you. <laughs> hey, let everybody know who Mark Sasser is right now. So, well, uh, so uh, I've been born and raised in the Valley, so I live in Fresno. Been up there for a long time. Uh, most of my hunting I do is in you know about a three-hour radius of there, uh, just because you know. I grew up as a blue-collar guy, had more time than I had money, so that's where I got started in doing that. Um, so do that, married three kids, um, started hunting back in 1990, and have just, you know, struggled for a lot of years, but kept working on it and working on my game and, you know, figured some stuff out over time and got a little bit better here and there, and you know, just, I love it, man. I, I, I love that chase. I love that game. And, um, you know, I, I like putting them in the dirt. And, uh, <laughs> who don't like the dirt? You know, it's just, oh, <laughs> uh, dude, like, there's nothing better, man. When oh, you, yeah. when you beat an animal, when you beat an animal up in the mountains at, at its own game, I love that shit, man. That's, that's it, what it's all about right it, there. And you know what? It is the ultimate game of chess, if you think about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
you know, the the only thing I can equate it to, you know, is uh, I teach Brazilian jiu-jitsu, right? And, you know, that that's kind of the most dangerous game because you're hunting humans, but the next best thing is hunting animals, right? So, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome, man. I mean, it's, it's next level and guys can go out and do different things and, and, you know, but if you want to try something that's really, really hard, go up in the mountains and try to get in close and kill something. And, and then once you kill it, you know, the work starts, you guys know, you know, <laughs> you kill something and, you know, it's like the, the first time I killed anything back in the day, I, I told my old man and he's like, Oh, you messed up. Now the work starts, you know? And, uh, I didn't know what he was talking about then, but I do now. So, hey, hey, uh, but I, I kind of like that. I kind of like that work. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah, I, oh, think yeah. I think I'd rather do that than to tangle with a jujitsu, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the animal's not really going to fight back too much. Just you fight that environment. Man, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> hey, so you said you started hunting back in 1990. That's what you just said, correct? Yeah. So I was a couple of years out of high school, and um, I was working at a car dealership, and there was this dude that was. Uh, he was a rifle hunter, but he was he was always going to Montana every year. And for the first couple of years, he'd go to Montana and he'd come back and he's bringing these pictures of these big old mule deer. And I was like, man, I want to do that. You know, I want to I want to figure that out. And because um, that's badass. Because you know, my grandpa's did it, but my dad didn't. And uh, I'm like, that's that's badass. I I want to do that. And I had no idea how to do it. And there was another dude there that was a bow hunter, and he's like, well, if you think that's cool, check this out. So. I went out, I went over to his stall and he pulls out his stack of pictures, you know, and he's showing me mule deer from Utah, Nevada, you know, all over the place. And I was like, what the hell is this, man? I didn't know anything about this stuff. And this dude was a bow hunter. He was your, like, your and idol so, real quick. <laughs> yeah. You know, 100%, right? I followed him around with a puppy dog. Oh, I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so, uh. So that dude, he hooked me up. He got me my first bow as a little, uh, a uh, little bear compound that I shot for a little bit. And I totally sucked with that because I wore glasses and I, I couldn't use the pins and the peep and stuff. It just didn't work with the way that I was, uh, could see at that time. And then, so he, he took pity on me and he, he took that bow back and he gave me this old Ben Pearson recurve. He's like, here, you don't need sights on this one. Learn how to shoot this. And that's what started it, man. It's like it went downhill from there. And how old were you at that at that age? Twenty two, twenty something like that. So in nineteen ninety, I would have been twenty one years old. And so twenty, oh. you're twenty one years old. You one yeah. day you just say, you know what? My I know these guys they rifle hunt, and I want to go hunting with them. It's your neighbor, you're saying, correct? A uh, guy that I worked with, oh, yeah. Guy you're working yeah with. They, they they're bringing their pictures in and you know and they're bringing deer jerky in and stuff and I'm like what the hell is this man these guys are these are men right that was the way that I looked at it back then I was a 21 year old kid I'm like these guys are just straight up men I want to do that you know so you went out to Montana your first time with a with a bow all already all ready to go or you went out there with a no, rifle my, the next my, my first hunt my first hunts were here in California with a bow. And um, so my my very first hunts were were here in California, pig hunting with Bo, and you know just walked my ass off all the time with these guys and trying to kill pigs and stuff. And so I uh, 
I bullheaded California for probably five years before I went out of state. Uh-huh. And then I went to Arizona the first time to going out of state. First time was in Arizona. And uh, and that was awesome, right? The January Arizona hunt, hunting javelina, hunting muleys down there. Uh, that was my first out of state trip. That was pretty fun. So, 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 but, so when you started hunting with a bow was in 1990, how many years yeah. did you go before you harvested any? What was your first animal you harvested? <laughs> it was horrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, uh, I, it was horrible. I think it took me five years. Maybe four years, and um, the very first one I shot, I shot this pig that with my business partner now, we were we were uh, we were pig hunting, and I I shot this pig, and I told him, yeah, dude, I smoked it, like just hammered this thing, it was huge, right? I'm telling, you, I hammered this huge pig, it just, oh, dude, it's dead, and we go over there and we find it, and it was tiny and it wasn't dead, and. It was it was just a rodeo. The whole thing was messed up, and so <laughs> um, I hit it high, like up in the up in the withers, right up in the high back, and it, it gave it a little cut, but it didn't didn't kill it. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And then the next one I shot, I shot this boar, uh, a nice wild boar over in San Benito County, like over by Hollister, and uh, I shot this thing at like four yards. It was. We busted these pigs and started running everywhere, and this pig was running by, and I, I cracked this thing at like four yards, and I went back to everybody, and I was like, dude, I hammered this hog. It was huge, and they were like, yeah. Are you hunting with a compound bow or a recurve? I'm hunting with a recurve bow at this time. So So I've never shot anything with a compound bow. So I hunted with a compound bow in 2006, and I broke it. And I went back and got my recurve and killed something. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So, my first one was a big hog at four yards with the recurve. And that was total luck. You know, was, that was winning the lottery right there. But that hog, that hog was like 300 pounds with three inch cutters. Oh. I had no idea what I had just done and been trying to do it ever since. Did you mount that pig? Not with anybody looking, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark Sassy. Oh. Hey, his last, hey, man, name, I told his you last name's Sassy. <laughs> Sweet and uh, Sassy. <laughs> no, man, I was broke at that time. I had a Euro mount done on it and uh, hung that sucker on the wall, but I didn't have money for taxidermy back then. You know, I was young. and I get it. So I, 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 did, so I did it. I've had, a, I had yep. several different animals back in the past, and literally that... I was just young, dude, and I was just like, yeah, whack him and pack him, baby, yeah, and just keep on going, dude. Never thought about mountain, uh, you know, there's, you know, a couple pigs I should have got done. There was a couple deer I should have got done. I mean, I got their horns and their head still, but, you know, I get it. I mean, I was broke, too. <laughs> I, got the, I got the same thing, man. I got my, my shed out in the yard. I got bunch of antlers out there it's like man i could probably get these done now you know so i always shoot messages out to taxidermists i know i'm like hey uh you would you happen to have a uh, pacific hybrid uh cape laying around or you know a summer muley cape and this and that like looking for looking for taxidermists to have capes 
um, because I got a lot of stuff that I'd like to get mounted now, but, you know, I didn't even think about her to have the opportunity to do it back then. Hey, dude, have you looked like Craigslist? I have not looked at Craigslist. Hey, dude, you'd so. be amazed. Cause I, I are, so that's what I did. So when I went to New Zealand, right, and I shot, yeah. that, I shot that stag, and literally uh, they were like, oh, do you want to get a mounted blah, blah, blah? And I was like, uh, what's the cheapest way? And they're like, just send a euro. And I'm like, you know what? Hold on. And I literally Googled up freaking red stag pelts, dude, that I could buy on the Internet, dude. Craigslist. Yeah. Man, I never even thought of that. I, sounds a little silence of the lambs looking for skins on Craigslist, but oh, what? Is, and if they're out there, well, it's legal to buy them. No, I know it just sounds funny, right? Oh, oh like, yeah. So someone told me about it. Someone, that, so one of the guides over there were like, "Oh, dude, check out Craigslist." You see, I was like, "Oh shit, dude, I could buy it for a couple hundred bucks." Well, dude, I just said, "You know what? I'm just gonna get a euro, and, and if I decide I got some cash later down the road, I'll just go freaking buy a cape and get it mounted." You know what I mean? Yeah. No, hundred percent. I'll be just as good. So, <laughs> oh hell yeah, you know. Oh, hey, good I, stuff, man. I, I, I don't know about Africa stuff, though. You know what I mean? I, I, I you know, when I went to Africa, literally, like, I remember when we went to Africa, right, right. We, we had all our shit sent back. You yeah. know what I'm saying, dude? Yeah. And I couldn't imagine buying a zebra pelt or, you know, a kudu fur rug. No. no. <laughs> Oh yeah, hey, yeah doesn't, no, doesn't, doesn't mean the same. Doesn't feel the same. Hey, and I'm just saying, oh lord, if you found one, they're like, oh, we got one. Lube the boob because we got this guy because they know they, they know you want it. Yep, and they know like, oh yeah, come on, get oh, it, yep. baby. Come get it. <laughs> I take a, I take Visa, Mastercard, <laughs> Venmo, whatever you got. Give me a security pin number. <laughs> hey, so what was your first deer that you got, big guy? So my first deer would have been, um, let me think, 1996. I think it's 1996. In state would have been my state. first. In state or out of state? Oh. That would have been an Eastland deer. Ooh. So. Yeah, he's up, so, he's up north there, Dwight. Yeah, he's yeah. in the group of Fresno, so yeah. I was I was already checking that out. Absolutely. Yeah, so I'm right in the middle of the state, so you know I can I can hit a zone. Like for me, I can hit a zone from Santa Barbara to Santa Rosa, pretty easy, right? Right. And uh, so I've got a bunch of spots in there that are kind of my favorites, and you know I bounce around from year to year and go over there, and then. Uh, you know, I really like that A-zone, and then, you know, I like hunting up high in the Sierras, too, so there's a bunch of good spots that I can hunt up there. But, um, man, California kind of turned into my thing after, you know, the first couple times going out of state. It's cool, but for the effort that you put into it, it's like, man, I'm spending all this effort going out of state and putting miles on the truck and time and everything. I was like, I could just hunt more if I hunted here. So I started focusing on hunting California, and so, um, you know, I've hunted most of the state. There's a couple spot, a couple zones in the state that I haven't hunted, um, but most of the zones in the state I've been able to hunt, and, you know, I've taken animals in a lot of those. So um, California's badass for hunting, man. It's like people, people don't know, and it. it's funny, like, you know, there's a couple of pretty popular guys out there in the, in the podcast world 
that might own like a backpack company or something that likes to say, you know, F California. And I'm like, good, dude, keep saying that, brother, because I don't want those people coming here. I want to hunt it myself. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. That's just, it sounds like Chad. <clears throat> sounds like Chad in Southern California, you know, the same thing. Because Chad's destroying the bears up here, you know, down here. I'm sorry. Down oh, yeah. Here. You know, he's, he, it's like when we first went bear hunting up in Canada, the exact same thing. You're like, dude, I get enough bears here. I don't need to go. We don't need to go to Canada. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, exactly. You hustle hard in yeah. your own backyard? Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Ah. Uh, well, that's the thing, you know, like I went to Utah back in the day and I think it cost me, I did a Utah hunt and shot a three by three, right? Nice buck. Okay. But I think I ended up spending like 1800 bucks back then on that whole hunt, right? For out of state license, tags, fuel, all the stuff. I think it was like 1800 bucks all in is what it cost me. <laughs> and I came back and I was like looking at that three by three and I was like, it ain't that big. It's not that much bigger than my California deer, and I could hunt for like ten years on eighteen hundred bucks here in California. Well, that means yeah. that means you need to go out there, and you already know. Like, so when I do an out of state, and I love them. Oh, oh, we love them. Yeah, we do. we love out of state yes. stuff. We're out of state. Ah! Hey, don't don't get me wrong, everybody out there. I'm a Cali <laughs> baby. Yeah, I'm a California hunter. Yes, you are. I love hunting California. Yes. I always, I'm a bow guy. Yeah, you've been doing it since you're damn knee high to a grasshopper's yeah. asshole. Oh, yeah. And before that, it was just go up every weekend anyway and hang out with dad, uncle, uh, all kinds of, I mean, that was when they were like 20 people deep. Yeah. Every weekend we camped out. I mean, I knew the same group of guys. I mean, yeah, yeah. dude. I mean, pretty much. They weren't all my uncles, but I was calling everyone <laughs> uncle because, you know, we, we would literally see them for like, 20 some week 25 weeks of the year. Oh, yeah. Every weekend. Yeah. And I mean and a lot of times these guys they just went up there to play drink some Chevy's Regal and milk and freaking play cards, dude. And that was what it was all about, you know, as a kid growing up in the back of my you know the San Gabriel Mountains. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the yeah, San Gabriel. Yeah, yeah. Hey, people always say, dude, this I I I give I talk to people a lot, right? And they're hunting not where I'm exactly at, but in the vicinity, you know, a lot of the areas, they're like, oh, dude, this fucking place sucks. And I'm like, no, it surely doesn't. Hey, there's hidden gems. Yeah. I you, mean. Like, like you said, it's like Mark said, right? That's fine. Gives me more room yes. and more areas. Yes. Yes. And more animal stuff. That's hey, it. Hey, so. And, you know, I was going to say, don't get, me, don't get me wrong. Like the last five years. I hunt out of state quite a bit the last five years, you know, it's, and, uh, but now my, my position in life, you know, where I'm at in life affords me a little bit more, uh, a little bit more luxury when it comes to hunting. So, you know, like went to Kodiak in 21 and, uh, you know, I killed a whitetail in Illinois last year, went turkey hunting in Michigan this spring and, you know, I hunt Nevada and I, I like hunting Nevada. Um, you, <coughs> yeah, it's tricky. How it's tricky many, to get a tag in it. So that, how many times have you drew Nevada? That's a, this is the best question. I, uh, so the last time I drew Nevada was, shit, what year is it? It was uh, 2010 was the last time I drew it. <laughs> 2010. So right now you're sitting so on like 13, 13 points? I got, yeah, I've got massive amount of points right now. Right. Jeez. And, uh, 
So all I do, I've got all those points, and everybody's like, dude, you could you could go on a really nice deer hunt with, like, seven points. And I'm like, you know what? It doesn't work out with my schedule, this and that. So every year I, I look it out, you know, I look out the calendar, and I book it out, and I'm like, well, I got this going on, this going on. And uh, Are you putting in for a very hard unit, though? Like, if you draw it, fucking A. Woo! It's like winning the yeah. $850 billion power, power ball from a gas station, you know? 100%. Oh. 100%, right? And then, um, you know, if I get that tag, then it's like, all right, what's I'll the, go up. What's I'll the odd ratio to draw that tag? Man, I, I'm i getting pretty close. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even know what the odds are. I'd how, have to look it back up. How many tags? I, and you, know, I'm not asking for the unit, and I'm not gonna. You know, I don't want you to tell anybody the unit because we're not. Well, say there's a there's more than a handful. <laughs> there's oh. for non-resident tags. There's not very many. Okay, that's okay. Right. Yeah. And uh, but I think it's the guys that I know that have gotten it have had fourteen between fourteen and sixteen have gotten it, and they've shot probably some hammers, so, huh? Uh yeah. Oh yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah. if you ever draw that tag, I want to be your road dog. I'll not the hunt. I'll come out and film you, dude, and glass with you. I would. I'll, if you draw that tag, whatever it is, and you, I, I want to be your road dog if I could be. Let me know. Hey, man, we'll, we'll get. I get that tag in my pocket. Your phone's gonna ring. And then how's that? Hey, and I'm gonna tell you right now. I won't say no. <laughs> and if you want to tag along, I'll come right along also. <laughs> we will film the shit out of absolutely. that. Yeah, that'd be great because it, it sounds like a great tag. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, so when was, so you got, uh, have you shot a deer in Arizona? Uh, the last time I shot a deer in Arizona was, <clears throat> I think, 90, it was in the 90s. Um, like 90, 99 or something was the last time I shot a deer in Arizona. I get invited to go back there every winter. Um, my business partner, he likes to go down there in, for that January hunt. He, he invites me to go every year, but uh, I usually like to save my time for hunting in the fall, you know. So so I've been back down to Arizona in a while, but it's, it's calling my name. <laughs> you still put in for it, though? No, I don't. Oh. You know, it's like I get kind of lazy on the Arizona thing, and it's like I kind of put my eggs in that Nevada basket. And uh, you know, once I get that, you know, that would be kind of the dream hunt. That would be kind of the dream hunt. We'll go with that one. Fuck yeah, well, man! I'm rooting for that. Absolutely, hell yeah! Hey, so that's a rewind button. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I got a rewind button on this, but <laughs> that's my own rewind. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, Dwight. Hey, I know. <laughs> hey, Mark, so you said that you went to Kodiak. That interests me. What'd you? Oh, yeah. So in 2021, I went to Kodiak with my buddy uh, who owns an archery shop here in, here in uh, my hometown. And uh, What's the name of the archery shop? Hey, put them out the there. Spot Archery. Yeah, the Spot Archery in Fre the Spot. Uh-huh. So it's the Spot Archery in Fresno. It's a pretty dope, you know, it's a pretty dope pro shop. He's got, you know, all the big compound stuff. He's got a nice indoor range. The guy hunts like crazy. Uh, he's a good dude. He, you know, he carries our our bows, our Buona bows. He carries those in stock there. Oh, I, 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 so, I, does he hunt with a compound bow? 
He hunts with both. Uh-huh. You know, so when we went to Kodiak, he, he hunted with a recurve when we went to Kodiak. Fuck. And, um, so you were, you were so, hunting Sitka deer out there, no? Yeah, so we were hunting Sitkas um, like the week before Thanksgiving. So it was right in the peak of the rut. Oh. It was crazy-ass cold, man. It was. They told us it was going to be – they told us to expect temperatures in like the low 30s. And the coldest day that we had there was negative sixteen. <laughs> it was hor- it was horrible, but it was did, but so it was did amazing. You pre- did you prepare for that? Did you did you have a did did fuck? I wouldn't have. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, no, hey, I would have not got. I wouldn't have had. You know me, Dwight. Dude, both of us. I, I would have been done. Both of us. I, I would have been done. <laughs> I mean, hey, they said, "Oh, dude, low 30s and all of a sudden negative sixteen. Well, I'm telling you right now. I don't give a shit how fat I am. Right. Okay, my fat ass would have been just dehydrated, <laughs> hyperthermia because my shit probably only goes down to twenty five degrees. Yeah. I'm yeah. probably thirty. Yeah. So I mean, twenty five, I probably would have shivered. But uh, I got up, did you know some jumping jacks, whatever. Woo! Hopefully, it was a, did you guys have a wall tent? Where, where were you guys staying at? No, no. So, so we did. We went with a company called Homer Ocean Charter. So you stay on a fishing boat. Oh. And so it's uh it's it's ritzy, you know. It's it's nice. That's but uh, <laughs> oh yeah, dude, it was it was badass. So you you sleep on the boat, so it's warm, and then um, you know they truck you around and they they drop you off at the beach every morning and pick you back up every night. Uh, oh, but like the day all, that all day be- hunt, they're like you take a backpack, you better have some food in it, some snacks because we're not coming. Back oh yeah. Back. Oh okay. No, they're just they're just a transporter. They just drop you yeah. off, right? They they house you on the boat. And they and they drop you off and pick you up and then you've got a radio so like if you need to come out early you could you could radio them but it might be a while before they get there because you never know where they're at you know I think we had six six dudes on the I think there were six of us on the on the boat six guys hunting huh. Steve and I were the only guys hunting with with uh, with traditional bows the other guys one guy had a rifle the three guys had compounds so it's it, any method. Oh yeah, for that for that tag. So in Alaska, dude, when you go to Alaska, when the season opens, it's open. So guys are hunting velvet sitka deer with rifles. They're banging them, you know. So yeah, it's huh. that that deer hunts. It's pretty rad. And when we went, you could a non-resident could get three. And then now this year they they limited it. They had a really bad winter kill, so they dropped it down to non residents could only get one. And so uh well, that's that put, I, I, yeah. I wouldn't want to go to well, yeah, right when you're, yeah. I mean, no doubt. Well when you're figuring you know you're gonna spend seven, eight thousand dollars, right? You're gonna spend seven or seven or eight thousand dollars to do this hunt. If you can get three of them, it's like, all right, that's more attractive. But you can get one, you know, the tags are three hundred bucks for a for a for a deer tag. But, um, you know, the thing is on that island is if I was hunting with a rifle, if I was hunting with a compound, I was killing a big deer every day. Wow. Right? If you're hunting with a rifle, you're killing a big deer every morning. <laughs> right? There's that many deer there. It's crazy. So we had, we had uh, stick bows with us. I killed two deer. Steve killed one. And, um, you know, we... We uh, got to play the game a lot with them, and 
got into some nice some nice stuff. But how many day hunt? You know, um, we were there for nine days, right? So, uh, yeah, we were there for nine days. We we stayed an extra because the we got the weather was so bad that they couldn't fly in to pick us up. So we got to hunt an extra day. Um, but and you you shot you shot shot two nice bucks over there. I shot one really nice buck that got taken by a bear. So we didn't get we didn't get to see that go down. I'm sorry, bro. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You have to tell us that story. What do you mean it taken by a bear? I'm sorry. I know I interrupted you, but we I just couldn't that's chance it whatever it is. Rewind. Yeah, we're doing chance rewind. Exactly. So when you're when you're over there, man, like you're getting when you're getting ready to get on the airplane to leave Kodiak City, there's a sign, right? And there's this warning sign in there, and it tells you, like, if you kill a deer, you need to have it boned out and processed and in your backpack, and you need to be gone in, like, 30 minutes or less, right? Because these fucking bears, man, they, they know. And so when guys are when guys are rifle hunting, and you know people will say, oh, you know, there's like the whole thing that you know, the the gunshots like a dinner bell to the bears. That that might not be true, right? I I don't I don't rifle hunt there. I don't know, but I know I talked to guys that were coming off of the plane when we were getting on the plane, and two different groups were like, yeah, man, we had a bear come in and take our deer from us while we were processing it, right? And then another one, another group said, yeah, we had a guy, we had a bear come in and take a deer from our camp, right? And so the bears are locked on, man. They smell those deer, and they're going to get them if they can. So what happened with me was it was on, uh, I think it was like the fourth day of the hunt. We, uh, you know, we were using decoys, and we saw this really nice non-typical and, uh, you know, they're not real big. So their racks aren't real big. They're a little bit bigger than like a coos deer, right? So when I say a really nice, non-typical, he wasn't that big, but he was, he was cool. And, uh, so we decoy this, we decoy this, uh, non-typical down and everybody says you're going to get like 10 yard shots. Well, I didn't get a 10 yard shot. So I got a 36 yard shot on that one. And so I banged this thing at 36. And uh, he bolted off down the he bolted off down the mountain. The arrow pops out right, and so we're watching him with our glasses. And he's bleeding, and he's like he's running off. And we we watch where he goes into the alders. And those alders, man, if you just look up a video of Kodiak Island and and watch where these alder thickets are, there's like the the woods, like the scariest woods you could think of out of a a nursery rhyme or a scary movie. You know, because there's monsters in there, and this deer goes in there. And so we waited a little bit. You know, we we waited, and the sun's going down. You don't, you only have eight hours of daylight, you know, and so the sun's starting to kind of dip down a little bit, and we're like, we gotta go, we gotta go get this buck. And so I hit him. The hit that I put on him wasn't that good. I mean, it was good. He's dead, but it was. You know, as a quartering away shot, so I took him like, 
probably behind the last rib up into the shoulder and the arrow had about 18 inches of penetration and popped out. Right. So, um, it got him, but he was able to go a little way. That one was a VPA three blade. I, I shot that deer with. And, uh, so good hole, right. But he got down and he got into those alders that he crossed the river and, all this stuff, and so we're tracking them, we're blood trailing, and there's snow on the ground, so it's easy to follow the blood trail. We're going, and we're blood trailing, and he went like like 300 yards or something, you know, and you could see where he'd stopped one time, and he bled a lot, but then something, for some reason, he got up and left, right? And he, he started going again, so we, we're, we're tracking him, the whole thing. Now it's dark, right? And when you're when you're in Alaska and you're like 200 miles or 150 miles from the nearest town, it's dark, right? right <laughs> it's like right. there's no there's no city lights, nothing, right? I mean, it's you got nothing. There's no lights out there, just your headlamp. So it's dark, dark, and we're we're tra- we're tracking this thing, and you know the boat is radioing us. They're like, hey, uh, it's pretty dark. Where are you guys at? And we're like, oh, we're like two miles from the beach right now. And so they told us, they're like, well, you, you gotta, you gotta come back right now or you're gonna have to spend the night. And we're like, well, fuck that. We don't have, you know, it's, well, no, right? You can't do that. You got no sleeping bag, no nothing. So we set an onyx pin and, uh, set an onyx pin where it was. We're like, you know what? He's gonna freeze to death overnight. We'll come back in the morning. We'll pick him up. So we hike out, hike all the way back out to the beach. They pick us up. The next morning is was the day that it was negative 16, and it's super windy, and they couldn't land the boat on the beach because the waves were too big, right? And they're like, no, can't go there today. We're going to go somewhere else. So then the next day, so now it's the now it's Thursday. The next day, they're like, all right, we can get you to the beach. So they go, they drop us off the beach. We haul ass in there to the onyx point. We look around, and there's blood. And there's giant bear tracks everywhere, right? Wow. <laughs> and we we're like, oh. And so I took a picture of one. So I got my 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 size eleven crispy next to this bear track, and it looks like one of those pictures they take when they're taking pictures of like a Sasquatch, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is just, this thing is huge. It's like, oh my god, man! And so the we went out the grizzly bears. Other oh, Kodiak grizzly bears are like twelve hundred pounds. Oh, yeah. You know they're they're yeah that's like they're gonna jack you for your stuff quick. And so uh, we we glass for like three hours just trying to find it because like man even if he just left the the horns I want to get the horns because he's really good and I'll throw my tag on it. I mean I killed it I'll tag it. I just I just want to find it. And man we couldn't find nothing. Right, we went over. We went over one spot. We found a big spot where there was blood, and it was like the bear had been eating it, like it was a snow cone. You know, and it was like hey, you, you know, because this is right when you said I was waiting for you to tell me the whole story. Okay, and you had to know in the back of your brain, dude, when you're hiking back to camp, you had to know that bear's gone. Because right now you just said like that you're getting on you're getting on a plane and other people are getting off the plane and they just told you like oh yeah bear came in took bear right while we're processing it another one came in the camp yeah. took a deer wow. you, they know like you said like especially with the, oh, yeah. 
nah, you, they, I, I'm telling you right now, when you got in there on the second day, it was already gone on the first. <laughs> oh, yeah. It well, was, so then what, what's funny about it, you know, then we start, we start, we start tweaking a little bit, right? Because we're like, is that bear watching us, right? The bear's like, like oh man, these guys are going to come in and give me another one, right? And, uh, and what we didn't know is there were the, two of the other guys that were in, in our same camp, they shot a buck that was maybe 300 yards away from where that one was. So that bear got, you know, at least two gut, or got a deer in a gut pile. And so we're like, man, we need to, we need to move. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, but it's crazy, man. That island is so, that island is so awesome, dude. We, we finally, you know, I, I'm like, all right, we're not going to find it. You know, gave up on that. And we went and set up and started glassing. And within like 10 minutes, we found like two more really nice bucks, like nice bucks. And uh, Steve killed one of those. It was actually the biggest buck on the boat. It was like, uh, I think it was 86 inches. And Pope and Young is Big 80. man on the boat. Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude, so we... So Steve killed that buck. We cut up his buck. We get it in our backpacks, and we're getting ready to hike out. And the bigger buck comes down the hill, and Steve is looking at me. He's like, do not kill that deer. And I'm like, come on, man. He's like, do not kill that deer. Why? <laughs> because it was getting dark already, you know, and, and we've already got, like, we've already got one buck in, in our packs. So we've each, we each had about 50 pounds in our packs. It were, you know, it's getting dark and we're like three miles from the beach and it's all alders. And so you're, you want to talk about getting freaked out a little bit, man. It's like, it's like, I don't know. I don't know if any hood that I'd be me. more afraid of than walking through than that. So you're walking through you said the two hood. miles. There's no hood. There's no hood that I can think of that would have me more scared than this. <laughs> so we're walking, right? We're walking with 50 pounds of meat on our backs, right? Steve's got the head and antlers, and I've got most of the meat. And we're going through those alder thickets where it's so thick that if you tried to run, right? If a bear popped out and you, you know, you crapped your pants and you're like, I'm gonna run for it. You couldn't run more than 10 feet in any direction without hitting another bush, right? It's a maze. The whole thing is a maze. And so you got two miles of that in a pitch black with fresh deer on your back. Well, when it comes and down to that point, you just got to make sure you outrun Steve. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%, right? I'm like, and he's laughing at me. He's like, I know you got a bad knee. I'm, I'm safe, right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude, Kodiak, brother, Kodiak is it. Like for a bow hunter. How are you? Do you guys are not carrying a sidearm with you? You know, all right. So yes, <laughs> Steve had a uh, a forty four mag. I had bear spray, so I was gonna season him up, and he was gonna. I was gonna bear spray Steve so that the bear had some <laughs> some spice. But uh, Steve had his, Steve had his forty four mag with him, and so the day he killed his deer, right. We hiked all the way out. We finally get out. We're shitting bricks the whole time because we know there's a bear that likes deer in the area, right? We get all the way to the beach, and you have to unload your weapon before you can get onto the Zodiac, right? 
is Steve goes to unload his 44 mag and it's frozen solid. Wow. So it was so cold that the gun oil froze, right? Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> he, no doubt, right? He couldn't pop the wheel out. He couldn't cycle it. Nothing. Couldn't pull the trigger. Nothing. So had had we had a problem with the bear, dude, we're no, dead meat. Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pistol whipping your ass as fast as I can. I'm at least getting one. I'm hitting that bear. One, I'm hitting that bear one time with that fucking pistol. Oh, then I go back to Chad's statement. All I got to yeah. do is outrun, outrun him, or just keep on leave, leave him there for the bear meat. There you go, yeah, there dude. you go, bear baby. I, There's Chad. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm I'm rolling be- belly up and give him the soft spot and make it make it pass. <laughs> hey, so you so you you were able to bring the meat home? Oh yeah. How, how yeah, do you do you it? Just, just on the plane. On so the, you on use the a like a fish box. So the boat's got those wax fish boxes in it. Mm-hmm. And so we just hung the we hung the meat off of the uh, we hung the meat off of the side of the boat in game bags. Okay. And it it freezes solid overnight. Oh. And then we just uh, put them in those fish boxes and uh, duct tape them up. And then when you get back to the hotel in Kodiak City, they throw them in their freezer for you overnight, and you just go to the airport and it's checked baggage. Nice. And by the time you know. It's, and it's frozen. Yeah, we got home, and it's still frozen solid. Damn. Damn. Yeah, it's badass. Well, and you were just up there, too, right? Yeah. I went up there a couple of years. They'll just go uh, fishing, right? Yeah, I went fishing on Raspberry Island, I believe. We did fly in the Oh, yeah. Island. Yeah. And we yeah, did, we did, Raspberry. They got nice deer up there, too. Yeah, we. Uh, I didn't see any deer while we were there, but literally we saw some. Uh, Saw some brown bears and they're like, man, look at those beasts. I mean, just like, oh, and you, I mean, you know, good pasture, good pasture shot one over there on Kodiak Island, oh. and that thing is a freaking beast. I'm telling you, that's why when you mentioned that story, oh, they took a deer, I'm like, whoa, 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 because I'm telling you, <laughs> you know, when you watch some of these shows on the Discovery Channel, you know, uh, the last Alaskan and everything else, these guys shoot a big old moose and they literally, you see them tell the camera people, hey, chill out, and they'd walk and creep. To make sure that there's no bear, because they will come right up. You know, you made that comment regarding uh, you shoot a bear or shoot something up there, and the sound of that gun is like a starting pistol for the bears. You know, and that's what some of these guys have said. These bears know it. They know what's that. What's that sound? It's just like when I went to Montana hunting, right? When they reinduced these wolves, and literally our guide was uh, calling, did a bugle, and he and a, and a, a elk bugled back. And next thing you know, you hear all these wolves howling, and you never heard another bugle. Really? Yep, never heard another bugle again. Because those animals, yeah. those wolves are coming in and, 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 and snatching them up, you know? So yeah. So my thing is, yeah, you, those guys are telling you that it, uh, that uh, that rifle sound could be that starting pistol for them to know there's some food on the ground somewhere. So I wouldn't I wouldn't take that too lightly. It's like you said, when you shot that, well, shot that deer, yeah, they know. You know, they could even hear yeah, you know, and, with a bow. Yeah, you know what's funny is is guys try to they say that's a myth, right? They all say, Oh, that's a myth, the bears don't know, this and that. Man, Chad, you hunt bears enough, you know, and we both know a lot of guys that hunt bears enough. Those bears they know, right? Once they figure something out, they got it figured out, right? They're smart, right? And 
I, you can't tell me enough times that those bears don't know. Oh, hey, there's a gunshot. At least they're gonna go check it out, right? Right. And then right. if they and then if they smell it, right? They start smelling the deer down or smelling blood. Dude, they're they're on it. Yeah. You know, it's like they're like politicians going after money, right? It's hey, like you know they what? Get there's, it. A, there's an area where I hunt, and it's the it's it's where I hunt all my bears, right. and. Yeah, I literally hunt deer in the same remote areas. You know, I mean, literally, I could sit in a couple of different blinds, and either I could have a bear or a deer yeah. come down. The bears come down, as Seth would say last week, uh, stomp. You know, the stomp pass, yeah. right? Right. And yeah, dude, literally, where I have, I have this place I call Bear Alley. Yeah, you know what? Because <laughs> it's Bear Alley for a reason. Because yeah. that's where all the bears hang out, and. Literally, I can be up hanging up in uh, my saddle, dude, on Bear Alley, dude, and literally, like, waiting to see some uh, bears coming down the stomp trail, dude. Like, And that's the way they, they just come down this fucking valley, right down. Right. Yeah. Now, that's to my right, okay, how I hang in the tree. So, to the right, there's the bear stomp. Right. Okay? Right. Path. To my left, about, I don't know, 50 yards that's where all the deer come down, yeah. and they come. They all funnel down the same thing. They hit the corner of this road and they bounce on, dude, to wherever they go, wherever the next jet, jet, uh, destination is. Yeah. I don't know. I catch them on the path, yeah, on, the, on, the, on the road. Oh yes, dude. And <laughs> yeah. oh man, I've shot some deer, and never one time I even even feared or even thought of bears <laughs> smelling my food, because you know why. I would think now that you know how you're talking about it is because mm -hmm. these bears come down there. Uh, they smell food and all that. I mean, they hungry. Right. There's so many bears now. We're overpopulated in bears. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, we're over. You know, the only thing is now is they're not showing them on TV anymore. Yeah. You oh have, yes, yeah. dude. Have <laughs> they, you noticed big time? Oh, every time. Uh -huh. oh, one on the freeway. One on the on ramp. One under this. One over there. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's no bears. Yeah. Only time you only time, yeah. you see, only time you see something on the news about a bear is in somebody's swimming pool taking a dip. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Taking a bath. Yeah. Oh, you don't see uh, that. Yeah. No. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking that Kodiak, right? Right. You know, you're you're skinning and gutting and yeah. processing a bear, a, a deer. You're having fun with your buddy. You're with your yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're yelling, you're echoing down the canyon because you want all oh, everybody to hear that you shot a deer, especially like this guy, yeah. oh freaking Robin Hood with a freaking uh, string, one single string bow, okay? Super crazy. Right. That's super crazy to me, okay? Right. And here I am, I shoot a deer, and no, no. No, I might think I might think twice now, because you never know. You know what I mean? Because I've actually Shot a deer, and the next morning, driving out, I gutted it right there, all everything gone, and looked down. The, wow. And got, oh, yeah. And got out to see, like, oh, because, you know, there was some mud around it. Right. All bear tracks. Yeah. All bear tracks. Oh, yeah, dude. They'll smack that right up. Oh, <laughs> gobble, gobble. Gobble, wobble, baby. They took that shit and was gone, dude. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they picked it up and took off with it. Right. I didn't but see it. But it wasn't there. No. Wasn't who Dude, you you go up to uh you go up to Kodiak and kill a deer and while you're gutting it you're gonna be looking over your shoulder like you're stealing hubcaps. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you, I'm telling you, dude, that's the most nervous thing you will do. 
Like I don't get nervous too much, but man, I was nervous up there. You think it's you think it's kind of nervous to steal hubcaps? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think the statute of limitations has probably ran out on that, but <laughs> allegedly that might have happened back in the eighties. I don't know <laughs> when cars had hubcaps, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, you <laughs> the jokesters out there don't know what we're talking about. Exactly. Right. I, I remember like. In high school, you know, I I was I was like, that's fucking dumb. This, you know, <laughs> hey, not stealing, not stealing hubcaps. You know what people were stealing? Those freaking ornaments off the hoods. Like oh, the I remember. Oh, yeah, like the, the Mercedes Benz ornaments. Yes. Yeah, the Mercedes yes. or the Cadillac. Cadillac. I mean, yes. I remember this guy came yes. to school and he's like, he was trying to slang these things, right? And I'm like, you're selling those? He's like, yeah. I was like, how? What'd you get? He's like, oh man, man, we, me, and my cousin, me, and my primo, dude, we went out last night. We cruised the street. We got like seven. I'm like, you fucking like you're stealing my people's cars? They're like, yeah, like that's fucking dumb, man. Dude, what we did, we used to listen to this stupid shit. We used to back in the back in the '80s, all those little skater punks. We would go out, we would steal hubcaps, and we'd go over to loading docks. And then you would have, would have contests to see who could ride the hubcap the furthest down the loading ramp, right? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> no doubt. Okay. It was a good time, right? It, it was fun, but, you know, I grew up in a small town, and everybody knew it was us. So <laughs> we might have gotten in trouble. Hey, hey, give me six beers. Dwight, push me. There you hey, go. Hey, get me, some, hey, get me some speed, Dwight. And if you see Dwight's arms ever, Mark, this guy's like, ah, oh. big old anaconda arms and shit over here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he can throw you. I mean, we'd get, oh, hey, you probably throw me so hard, Dwight, that Dwight, I, I wouldn't even slide at first. I'd catch air. <laughs> oh, like, my I'd God. Like a, I'd be like a Frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh, you so you you got to go to Kodiak. Where all, what are the coolest yeah. places did you go to besides Kodiak? Oh man, um, you ever been to New Zealand? Man, I, no, I have not been to New Zealand. Um, I'm going to Africa next year, oh. so I'm I'm stoked on that. Nice. What, what part uh, of Africa? Going to, and I'm going to probably say it wrong. Is it Limpopo? Right, oh, South on. Africa. Uh-huh. So we're going up there. Um, my business partner, he's been like ten times. So he, he, he's. We went different paths when we were young. We met when we were. Uh, I met him like right after I started archery. So we were, you know, in our early twenties, and we're in our fifties now. But I wanted to hunt mule deer. My my thing is when I wanted to hunt deer. And he wanted to hunt Africa. So he's gone over there a bunch of times and like, I'll tell him like, dude, I'm going to go on this deer hunt or I'm going to go on this bear hunt or I'm going to go this or that. And he's like, yeah, whatever. He's like, I'm going to save all my money. I'm going to go kill a Cape Buffalo. I'm like, all right. You know, and so that that's his gig, man. And he's good at it. So he's finally dragging me over there next year. I'm pretty excited about it. But um, what are you guys going for? Uh, game playing? Plane game? What you um, Planes game? <laughs> the Planes game? Yeah. So I think he's going to shoot. I think he wants to get another Cape Buffalo and maybe a giraffe because he's got everything else. Since it's my first time there, I'm going to, you know, I like, I want to get a kudu, right? You, you got to go for a kudu. Yes. And then, uh, you know, like a zebra and a warthog and shit like that. It's like, I don't care. I mean, my problem is I like to shoot. And so he's like, I'm going to. He's like, you're gonna, you're gonna freak out because 
you know, you, you hunt, you hunt here in the United States, right? You hunt here and it's, it's work just to find an animal. He goes, he goes, you're going to have to work to not shoot because you're just going to, you're going to freak out. And, and, and uh, that is absolute truth. Mark, Mark. I'm the, Mark, I'm not laughing at you. What is the exact same <laughs> thing with Chad? I think even Chad made mention of one of our podcasts, exact same thing. Chad was just like, oh. Oh, he had to work hard not to shoot. Hey, I literally, so me and Dwight, we planned this Africa trip to go to Africa, right? And we go, we fly into Joburg, and then we drove right, we were right below Botswana. Yeah. And okay. I kept, pre, Pretoria, maybe it was? Something, something yeah, I think yeah. we were in Pretoria, I think we were something like that, but we were right not far from Botswana. Ba- just Bossafari. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, were, we, we went out of Bossafaris, okay? And uh, <laughs> okay, so we set this trip up, and when we set this trip up, it was we got five animals in our package. That was the package. Yeah, and I, I didn't really want to shoot a zebra. I was like, ah, he's shooting a zebra. So we were able to switch the package, and I was able to get a wildebeest instead because it's the poor man buffalo. You know what I'm saying? Yep, <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dwight calls the guy up, and next thing you know, Dwight's on the phone. He tells me, yep, no worries, dude. We'll switch out that zebra for a wildebeest. And I'm like, fuck it. We're going to South Africa, and we're going to go hunting now, dude. So we go to Africa <laughs> to shoot five animals, okay? And literally, I shot three the first morning. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. I literally, dude. I I was there. I literally, literally, oh my gosh. I I think the first morning I saw like 2,000 animals. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Dude, it was super nut crazy. Well, guess what, Mark? End of the day, I ended up shooting a zero and nine other ones. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, everybody, everybody that I know that goes over the first time comes back and they're like, that knows... So let me rewind real quick. Everybody, everybody that everybody that knows that I'm going that has been, they tell me that their first time that they did not take enough money, <laughs> right? And they're like, they're like, because I went, I planned to shoot like five things that I ended up shooting whatever, right? And um, so I'm pretty lucky on this one. Um, Jerome has hunted so we're going with PJ Safaris Jerome's hunted with them a number of times and you know Jerome every time he he takes a group of hunters with them so he's not it's not just him going he's booking like six guys every time he goes over so he's got a lot of favors with this with this outfitter and so the guy came over, and I think it was in February, he came over here, and I'm meeting with Eugene, right? He's the owner. And he's like, what do you want to shoot? And I'm like, I want to shoot everything. He's like, no, no, but, like, what do you want to shoot? And I'm like, and I'm like, well, dude, I want to get a kudu. And he's like, like a 50-inch kudu? And I'm looking at, I look over at Jerome, I'm like, I don't know, is that big? And Jerome's like, 50 inches is big, right? Jerome's eyes are getting big, and he's like, He's like, you know, you want to shoot something big? And I was like, well, yeah, I want to shoot something big. And he's like, okay, but what about the little stuff? And I'm like, I don't know. What do you got? And he's like, eh, I'll give you some cull animals. And so I found out later Jerome worked out a deal with him so that I could get some cull animals so that I could just – Jerome's like, the first couple of days, I just want you to shoot all the cull animals. And for the listeners, get it out of your out system. tell everybody what a cull animal is. 
So a cull animal is going to be a female, like, you know, so like a female wildebeest, right? And it's not a real high dollar value the animal or, you know, maybe like something with a broken horn or, you know, something that's, you know, it's non-desirable, right? It's, you know, just like, just like anything else, if we're selling fruit and it's got scars on it and you can't sell it in the supermarket, that's a cull, right? Like a man thing, right? Yeah, here in the States, we call it a, like a management yeah, buck okay. or a management okay. bull, right? And so Dwight's like, yeah, you know, I'll get you some cull animals. And then he's like, uh, oh, was it, man? It was something crazy. Um, sable? Jerome's yeah. shot a sable. Oh, um, no. Those are beautiful. Oh. <laughs> um, hey, if I go back, but that's the list. Yeah. He that If yeah. I yeah. go back, yeah, yeah. if I go back... I'll, a, a sable, a sable is definitely on yes. the list. You know, hope I don't see any freaking more warthogs because they're automatic. You know, for four hundred dollars, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I just shot the shit out of them. I kept on yeah. going. They come in again. I'll shoot another one. <laughs> they just pound them. Oh yeah. Oh dude. Yeah. They come in like crazy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the one that the one that's kind of got me excited and kind of on my back burner list. And so here's the deal with Eugene. So, like, I've got a five-list animal, or a five-animal list, but Eugene is, like, at any time you can, like, shuffle those animals around to, to you know, just as long as the dollar amounts match up, you can, yeah. you know, you can shuffle those around. And so have you seen an Eland? Oh, yeah. They, dude. They taste like shit. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Hey, dude. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, I just know they're like the size of a bus. Oh yeah, you know yeah. they're huge. Hey, it doesn't matter. You can't bring the meat home anyway. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I you it. know, but but some guy you gotta donate it to somebody. You oh. want it to taste good. <laughs> oh no, it goes to the tribe. Yeah. Oh, they have all yeah. these tribes out there. Tribe. So our tribe, me and Dwight, we fed this tribe for six months. Yep. Dude, isn't that awesome? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like that. That's the misconception that people have about Africa. They're like, "Oh, you're just trophy hunting." No, you're not. You're actually, you're actually helping conservation. You know, a lot of the PA, so I researched this right because I had to sell it to my wife because she thought it was just trophy hunting. And um, like a lot of these guys that are PHs over there, they were poachers, but they could make more money being a PH, and then they still get the meat. Right? Yep. It's like it's a win-win for those guys. So. The whole thing, like the whole African game management concept, it just works, right? And you got these people out there that, you know, when they, when you see them, you see them when they get that, that animal, right? When that, that animal is taken to the tribe, you know, I've seen it where they've taken them to schools and churches and stuff. Like those people are so thankful, right? Oh, yeah. It's like, dude, like, that's got to feel good. I haven't done it yet, but I would I would think knowing that you guys fed a tribe for six months, right? Yeah, yep. that's got to feel good. You know, the, right? Mark. The other part is is when you give that tip, they are so freaking appreciative. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, we don't really know how much they really pay the pay these pay the trackers and those who do all the house cleaning and stuff like that, but they are extremely appreciative of that American dollar. And it goes real far yeah. over there for them. Did you say so, Chad? I'm Absolutely. You. So it's not. It's one thing, you know, like you said. It's one thing about feeding the tribe, which is amazing. But you're you're providing jobs 
for these people that are. Oh, that, you see what I'm saying? It's a, it, it's a win-win for them. Cause we had three yeah. trackers. Yeah. Oh, we had. Hey, and you know what? You don't need to take two suitcases full of clothes, brother. <laughs> oh, oh. They yeah. they wash your clothes every day. So that's what I've heard. Oh, every day. I, I only needed to take like two sets Just of clothes. clothes. Yep. Thank you. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Because when the, when I switch out to one set, they just wash in the other set when we're hunting. We come back every day. That's awesome. I mean, it, yeah. amazing. Yeah. So we had that. We had a cook. Yeah. Uh, two cooks. Yep. Uh, two guides. Yep. I mean, everybody. Yeah. Working. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, dude. I'm so excited for that. I've already. So. <laughs> so, you know, I've already got. Jerome built me a dangerous game bow, so I've got a bow to go out and hunt something scary if I want over there. And I haven't, I gotta still build a set of arrows for that one, but yeah, I built another bow that I'm gonna take over there just for that Africa trip. It's like, I'm, I'm stoked, man. I'm excited for it. So it's gonna be good times. We're excited for you, brother. Right? Totally oh, excited you. for you, oh, brother. Yeah. Literally, yeah. You know, yeah, cause we've experienced it. Yep. And, yeah, no, it's, so it's going to be awesome. We're just compound guys. Yeah. This guy's going Yo, like yeah. fucking Indiana Jones <laughs> over here. Fuck. Hey, he's going like the Africans used to do, <laughs> right? Shit, <laughs> Holy shit. This Dude, guy... so, here's the thing, man. They're, they're not that different, right? They're, I mean, they're, they're really different, right? When you look at the bows just laying there on the ground, you know, or, or hanging on the rack, they, they're not the same thing, right? But How long when it comes to, to by the way, he owns a he he is partners with a bow company, hmm. and it's called Bo- yeah yeah yeah. Juana so bows. not Juana. Yeah, hey, so my hey, best hey, friend and they yeah right Juana. So so my my best friend and I, he started the company. He's the boyer. Um, we're in business together, so our company's Buana Bows, B-W-A-N-A, which you guys have been to Africa, and you, they call you Buana, right? That's yep. You're the boss when you're on safari. So that's where the name came from. Um, but, you know, building traditional bows and, and recurves and longbows and, and, uh, and doing that thing. And so, um, you know, it, it's cool. We, we both have corporate jobs, but that's what we do in our spare time when we're not trying to hunt and whatnot, and, uh, you know, the bow company's cool, but you you look at the bows sitting side by side. I think you asked how long it takes to build one. Yes. It, it depends. I mean, like a one-piece longbow, you could build one of those in mm, probably like late, like shop hours, probably mm, 16, oh. you know, but, but we work on them, you know, a couple hours here, a couple hours there. And you know, go through the step-by-step process, and then the three-piece, the three-piece bows take a little bit longer because you have to epoxy in, you know, threaded inserts and stuff for the limb bolts and whatnot. What do you? And um, what do you have? What do you like? What do you? What does what Mark Sassy like? Man, I got all of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. You didn't help me out I have, at all. I have every single bow model we make. I've got so. My wife walks in my office and she's like, "I'm not gonna ask you how much these are, but I know you like nice shit." <laughs> so, <laughs> she just looks around so and walks re- back what, out. What do you recommend for but, a, a, a new guy to start into? So, man, all right, I'm gonna get in trouble. So, for somebody that wants to like 
start trying to shoot traditional. So, and I, I've said this on other podcasts before, like the best, the best guy, like if I was going to teach somebody to shoot traditional, my favorite person to teach is a guy that's shot compound already instead of somebody that like the way I started is I just started shooting and I'm going to shoot a traditional bow. It was much harder. Like I could take either one of you guys, you guys know how to shoot your compounds. I could, I could take you to the range and be like, all right, this is how you do the steps. Boom, 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 boom. I could walk you through it and legitimately within a couple hours, I would have you feeling pretty good at like, 20 yards flat ground, right? Now, you know, two hours with a compound, you're going to be busting arrows, Robin Hood and shit. So two hours with a trad bow, you're going to be getting stuff in a paper plate, right? But within a couple of months, you know, you're going to get better, you're going to get better. And so, you know, it's, it just takes a lot more work and it takes a lot more, like diligent practice. So like and are you shooting, I are shoot, you shooting t- uh, carbon arrows and all that. I shoot carbons, man. I, I shoot, I get in trouble because guys are like, that's not trad, right? You get this, this whole thing where guys are like, well, the traditional archery is supposed to be this. No, dude, I shoot a recurve bow because for the way that I hunt a recurve bow or a long bow works better for the way that I hunt compared to a compound bow. Right. That's why I hunt with it. Now, within that, I am going to use the absolutely best products I can find, no matter what they're made of, right? What do they want so you to I use, wood? What's that? What do they want you to use, wood arrows? Oh, dude, like, they want you to use wood arrows. They want you, you know what I mean? And they're like, if you're going to be, if you're going to be trad, you know, a lot of these guys are like, oh, if you're going to be trad, you gotta, you got to use, like, you know, you got to use a, a recurve or a longbow. You got to shoot, like wood arrows you've got to use a back quiver or you you know all these little rules that they put in place they call it the joke in the in the community right in the traditional archery community is they call it the trad police right these guys are like <laughs> saying it's not trad all the time and i'm like they probably fuck that. A, they probably shoot a six i want more too. to kill right <laughs> i i want to kill stuff and so i'm going to use the best things i can get to do that so I'll do like tournaments. I like to shoot 3D tournaments. I'll shoot a 3D tournament with a with wood arrows and stuff because that's the the category I'm going to enter. But if I'm going in the woods to try to kill something, especially something that can hurt me, right? Like a bear, I'm going to use the best stuff I can get. So I shoot carbons, right? Hey, so, and I shoot. So you know, what's how, that? you know how you just said right now that you shoot the targets, the 3Ds with wood arrows. And when you hunt, you're yeah. using carbon arrows, correct? Are you are you yeah. using the same bow? Oh yeah, I, I use this, I tune them a little different. You just tune it a little different. Oh, but what? what so uh, the wood arrows the same grains as the carbon arrow? So I tune. So, yeah, I'm pretty anal about it. So like my wood arrows that I have run right at about 620 grains, and my carbons are 617. Right. Damn, so, like, how big of a so what you're shooting like an 800 grain fucking setup? <laughs> no, I so I shoot a uh, I work so my carbons. Well, 600. Your broadhead's 100, right? That's 700. No, I'm shooting two. I'm shooting 250 grain broadheads. Oh, right. Wow. 
So you're at and you're already so, at eight fifty. Not to not even count your insert and all that. You're so you're at, at like nine hundred, right? No, uh, it's a six hundred and seventeen grain total total weight for the arrow. Six hundred seventeen. With a broadhead. So with the broadhead and oh, everything. Oh, right. Okay. So I okay. so I run in a I run a 250-grain broadhead, a 75-grain insert, and then the, you know, then the arrow, the wrap, you know, the wrap, the feathers, and the knock, right? Oh, okay. 617 grains. So um, I work it that way, and so, um, but I base everything off of 250s, you know, because I like shooting those iron wheels, and those suckers are expensive. So, you know, I don't want to have a bunch of different weight. I don't want to have to buy 175s and 200s and 220, you know, no. I'm going to shoot 250. So every time I build a bow, I build an arrow built off of the front. This is the broadhead I'm going to shoot, and then I tune it back to that. Or somebody, you know, now I've got it. I think I've got five or six bows on my wall right now that I shoot, but I really shoot two of them the most, right? And all of those bows shoot the same arrows except for i've got so like i've got some bows that are down like in the 50 to 54 pound range i shoot a 400 spine carbon and then the bows that are like 56 to 60 pound range i shoot a 350 spine carbon huh. so yeah, that's pretty fucking sick <laughs> what a tradition yeah it works out right? yeah so how, <laughs> yeah how how far how and don't say you aim for the sky and fucking I shot and got one. Okay, <laughs> how far can you actually shoot a deer ethically? So on Kodiak, I killed that buck at thirty six, and I killed a doe on the last one. I zipped her, heart shot her. That's me. I'm a good shot. So, I practice low shots all the time. So for so that's so that's, that's my question. So forty yards is a long shot for one of those bows. Forty yards is a pretty long shot. Okay. Right. Yeah. The buck I killed last week, I killed that one at eleven yards. Right. So most guys, you know, the thing is, most guys are most guys that are hunting with traditional gear nationwide are hunting whitetails out of tree stands or out of saddles and stuff and so they're getting those close shots right so when you see a guy that's hunting when you see a guy that's hunting in the west with a traditional bow he is going to be one of two things he's either going to totally suck or he's going to be really hardcore right and the guys that are hardcore are really good at it like there's a guy that lives down by you friend of mine the guy, he impresses me every year, right? And uh, the guy's badass, and he's been doing it, you know, since the probably the 80s. You know, I think he's 63 years old or something, and the dude is, he's a killer, right? And uh, I have a couple of other friends that these guys, you know, they are just straight killers. They would be, they'd be killers with anything they wanted to hunt with, right? They just choose to do it with those kind of bows. But um, forty yards is crazy. forty yards is a shot. And so you asked about like, you know, just aim for the sky and and hope. A lot of guys do that. They don't know, right? They don't know what their bow shoots. And so I shoot a system 
basically what I'm doing is I'm turning the tip of my arrow into a single pin sight, right? And so I know, based off of where the point of my arrow is, where my field point or my broadhead, I know where based on that is how high or how low to aim and so I'm aiming with the tip of my arrow, right? So it's like a single pin sight. So you have you have a deer at 35 yards, okay? Yeah. You fucking you're sneaking in. Yeah. You range find it because you, you're range finding, right? You range find it. Oh yeah. Okay. See, I get in trouble for that too because I carry a range finder. Everybody and guys are like that's not trad. I'm like, well, it's missing trad because I don't want to miss. Wow. Because you know I, so I want to so, hit what I'm aiming so you, at, so I want to know the yardage. You range find it at 35 yards. Where are yeah. you putting the tip of that head? Are you putting it on the body somewhere? No, at 35 yards. All right, so let's walk that backwards a little bit. My point on, yeah, my point on, right? So if I, at 28 yards, if I put my point on a spot in the animal, that's where I'm going to hit it, right? The 28 so 28 yards. yard point on. Right. So at 30 yards, I'm going to aim just like at the top of, you know, kind of up in the backstrap area. Oh, and then yeah. at 35 yards, I'm going to be aiming just over the back and it's going to drop into the pump house. Dude, that is some skill. Yeah, that 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 is some so good skill. Just by what he said right there. I'm 30 or less. <laughs> because it sounds like at, th at 30, you aim and you're going to hit that fucker somewhere. Yeah. You're fucking it up. Yeah. Right? I mean, you know what wow. I mean? Yeah. Wow. So, like, at, at 20 yards, I'm putting my arrow down on the, like, on that little tuft of hair on the knee. Right? So, and I, I get in trouble for cheating because you guys ever shot rifles? Yeah, I should have. You know, you got to... Okay, so you know you get your 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 dope chart right with your yardage and your 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 drop. Right. So I've got a big old fat sticker on my rangefinder that has all of my yardages written on it, right? So I can range something. It's like thirty-five yards, and I look at it. It says thirty-five yards, and the, and then I've got the the drop next to it. So every time I range something, I look at it, I check it, and then the, all right, now I'm gonna aim, and then I'm gonna shoot, right? So I'm always doing that, so you know. What, and there's what, times. What do you have on it? I don't, I don't. I'm not getting it. I have a. I have a sticker. Okay. That I have all of my yardages. So what I've done is I went to I went to the the range, right? And I walked up at ten yards. So this. All right. So let's back up. So the way that you do it, you get a big square, like a target butt, mm -hmm. and and you take some masking tape and you make a cross, right? You make a big big uh, cross across it, right? Yeah. So so at 10 yards, you walk up there and you put the point of the arrow right at the center of that cross and you shoot, right? Yeah. And it's going to be like super high. It's going to probably be 15 inches high. Does that make sense? Okay, sure. yes. Yeah. So now I know when I'm at 10 yards, I have to aim 15 inches low. Holy shit. Yeah. To hit where I want to hit, right? right. So, I, so I do that at 10 yards, and I back up to 15 yards, and at 15 yards, right, it's going to say it's 12, right? Mm -hmm. And then at 20 yards, it's 8, and then at 25. You know, so I've done that for every yardage I go through there, 
And so I have it all written down on my rangefinder. So when I range something, I know what it is, right? Mm. So it all has to do, you know, you have to, with the compound bow, right, you've got your peep, you've got your sight housing, and you have to line all that up, and you're going to get your, you know, a lot of guys use their knuckle behind their jaw to make sure they're anchoring right or they use a nose button, right? That's a compound shot sequence. With Chad, it's uh, it's really the same. So I'm coming back to the exact same anchor point every time. I'm using the arrow as my sight. I'm sighting that in. I'm coming to full draw. I know what my drops are. So instead of the bow giving me that information, I have that information in my head, and I just have to do the math. Hmm. Right? Wow. So <laughs> it, it's just another level of doing it. Right. 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 And so, you know, it, it's just different. It's a different way of doing it. The thing that I like about it is I like getting really, really close to these deer that I'm hunting. And in doing that, a lot of times, you know, like I've got, well, I got that one last week. So now I've got eight, eight bucks that I've killed here in California under 15 yards off the ground. Wow. spot and stock right? right or ambush right, right. I, I trick them sometimes i ambush them so i like getting in really close like that and a lot of times that means that i'm having to shoot in weird positions and so i could not cant a compound bow over to the side you know and lean out i couldn't shoot a compound bow that way but right. i can do it with a trap bow nice. so that's why i say the way that i like to hunt the traditional bow is better for the way that I like to hunt. It's not for everybody, right. you know. Um, a lot of guys pick them up, and so I know a lot of guys, they pick up, they'll shoot a recurve or a longbow all year because they want to go to 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 shoots, right? They want to go to archery shoots and 3D shoots and stuff. They'll shoot a, a recurve or a longbow all year, and then right before hunting season, they switch back to their compound, and they hunt with their compound, right? Because they want to, they, you know, hunting's hard. Right. They want to make sure they're, they want to give themselves the best chance of getting something. So they use the compound bow. Hey, no fault in that, man. Right. It's like, if, if that's what, if that's what makes you happy, it's your hunt, you know, do what you want to do. Uh, I'm all for it. You know, my, my thing is I, I want to promote people bow hunting in California. I want to promote people hunting, um, you know, really hunting. You know, doing what you, Chad, I love what you're doing. You got your game cameras out there. You got your saddles figured out. Like you're out there, you're getting it figured out, right? right. I love that. I love that. You know, me, I like, I have some hot spots that I hunt like religiously over the years. And when I kind of cycle through them and when I know they're going to be good, that's where I hunt. Do you throw and, cameras up too? Yeah, I, I I use cameras. Okay. It's not trad, but I do it. <laughs> oh, I, I don't get it. Yeah, shit I want to know. Trad right. thing. Yeah. I, I think what you Me do, neither. I, I think what you do already is already amazing hard. I think yeah. compound. I haven't mastered a compound yet. Yeah, me neither. And I, hey, dude, I've shot some animals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've been shooting boats a long time. Yeah, you have. Yeah. I made some good shots. You see me a yeah. couple times make some difficult, hard, long yep. shot, but woo, Got thread it. the needle, Chad, baby, because I did it. Okay, <laughs> I did it. The whole longbow and recurve yeah. is a whole nother, <laughs> whole I mean, it's a whole animal. nother, I mean, yeah. A whole yeah. different so, animal. 
I don't really care about that. Yeah, I'm just seeing what kind of uh, seeing if you were on cameras and stuff. That's all. Do you, are your areas that you have yeah. cameras? Is there a cell area in it? So, no, they're not. Oh. So I've been talking to, I've been talking to Seth about using those Moultries. I think you're using the Moultries oh, now. Hey, shameless plug, but Moultrie is Moultrie Mobile, baby. Check them out, dude. I mean, I'm telling you right now, Mark, that's all I run, dude, is those Moultries. Yep. And yeah. holy shit, dude, I got the edges. They got the new probe out now, too. Yeah. Now they're so high tech. Dude, there's not even an SD card anymore, dude. Oh, there you go. Hey, put your battery. Really? No, yeah. Yeah, put that's... your batteries in, turn it on. Do, 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 do. It goes green. You're good, baby. Yeah. That that's my next project is is switching over to those things. The only so. bad part about that is my, my yeah. So it hasn't happened yet, but coming now <laughs> it, it coming up soon when it's real. Every because you know D Zone opens up this coming up weekend. Okay, so when oh, you, yeah. all you podcasters. It just opened up because this one's going to get out Monday because I have – so when I started this podcast, Mark, I I ran out of – I had a I had a bunch already loaded up. So what I'm doing is yeah. I'm doing two a week right now to it's no more extras and then just one a week. It'll be one a week. No matter what, everybody, one a week. <laughs> there you you're go. Getting, hey, every week, every week you're getting Ebony and Ivory, baby. There you go. <laughs> yeah. No matter what. There you so, go. For all you de- guys listening to this right now, the 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 deer zone just opened up. It just everything's open now. Nice. It's nice. it's it's on, dude. Nice. Yes, dude. I don't yeah. contract. Well, you. What I was thinking right now. I was just off track. <laughs> I'm just thinking about deer hunting. Everything's going good. Oh, oh yeah. This is what I was going at. In a week time, do I? I'll be laying in bed, dude, and literally just every. Two minutes, I'll get on the Moultrie map app, dude, and like see it up. You know, I'll swipe down sure. instead of swiping right on Tinder. You know, <laughs> I swipe down. I I swipe down on the Moultrie because that refreshes it and it yeah. gives me any updated pictures. And it's like, oh, uh-huh. oh, oh, yeah. And there's sometimes, oh, a picture will come up, and it's him, or oh, it's oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, I don't even. I, I have a hard time sleeping. <laughs> Especially, I know I'm going hunting in there. I'm like, I'm coming, Daddy. Just wait a little bit more. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Hey, I love those Moultries. And then for the areas with no reception, I just, I, I still got to use the Moultrie with the SD card, yeah. which I just use the Moultrie yeah. micros. They're cool, dude. Yep. You know, Great. I mean? It works, right? Yeah. Oh, it works fine. It's all about it. Yeah. Yeah, it. that's my next project. Got this little so. card reader. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so. My, uh, go ahead. Tell me. What, what are you, you going to get? Oh, I would say the, the buck I got this year. Um, the buck I got this year, I went in, I hadn't, I hadn't hunt, I hadn't been in there since 2018. I killed a buck there in 2018. I hadn't gone back and hunted there. And it was funny. We were at a 3d shoot on a Thursday night. We're at a 3d shoot and we're talking and we're with this uh, friend of mine. He's 73 straight killer, right? This guy, he's still, he'll, he'll out hike me in the mountains, right? This guy. He's badass. And, but we're doing this 3D shoot and he starts talking about this area that I hunt in, how it used to be good and this and that. And I, I pulled him aside. I'm like, dude, don't be talking to these guys about that because I hunt there. Right. And, uh, and he's like, Oh, really? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, when's the last time you hunted in there? I'm like, well, 2018, I killed a really nice buck in there in 2018, but I haven't been back in there. 
And so he was like, oh, okay, you know, and so we kind of changed the subject on the whole thing. Well, I went in there the next day. So it's a three-mile hike. It's on a public land. Hiked in there, hiked my three miles in, hiked in there, set up on my glassing point. And then 30 minutes, I found a nice buck, right, really nice buck. So I went back down there, put my game camera on a trail that I know he's going to use to get in and out of the bedding area that he's in. Went back, checked it a couple of times, and it's like, dude, this buck is nice, right? But for me, right, with the trad bow in California, I'm like, this buck, I'm, I'm like, this buck is nice. And my buddies are all, so I have a, I have a golden rule. I'm like, I do not show a picture of an animal that I want to kill before I've killed it. Because somebody will figure out where I am. That's just that's that that's happened to me before, right? I do. It's it. happened to me before. <laughs> I showed people stuff, and then the next day I know some knucklehead that I know his truck's parked at the trailhead, and I'm like, oh, all right. So I just don't do it, right? So so the area. But I told a couple a of my buddies, you, I'm like, this you, buck's nice. So you see a lot of other hunters but, in the area. Say that again. Do you see a lot of hunters in the areas you hunt? No, not usually. Oh, okay. right. So usually I don't. I see a lot of hunters getting to the places that I hunt. You know, so nowadays I I won't hunt an area that people can drive roads in. Right. So I will only hunt like foot access BLM, um, foot access wilderness areas. Like I I really like wilderness areas. Like up in the up in the high country, uh, because guys can't road hunt it, you know. Um, I I just I don't I don't mess around with that anymore. Um, but I have posted pictures before, and guys kind of know where I am, and they'll you know I wasn't real, real wasn't real uh, covert with hiding mountain features and stuff. And the next thing I know, there's guys that I know they're trying to go over there. It's like mm, all right, so I don't do that anymore. You know, I don't, I don't post them where this particular buck was. Everybody would have known where it was. If I would have shown the mountain, that's there, there's some features. We'll say, we're not going to call it a mountain. There's some features that would have been in a photograph that everybody would have been there. Oh yeah. I know exactly where it is. Uh, right. But you know, there's dudes out there now that using Google earth and figuring out, you know, these guys are getting on the internet looking at your pictures. If you have a mountain or something in it or a lake or whatnot, they're getting on Google Earth and they're finding out exactly where you took that picture from. Or, you or, know, or, or check this out. Or <laughs> you'll be out camping because now I know for next time, me and my buddy Matt, we went out hunting. Okay? Yeah. And I didn't really post anything. I, I usually do all my posting when I come back. So, like, I'll make all kinds of videos or whatever. Like, I'll, every once in a while, I'll throw one out there. Yeah. Uh, you know, the old Chatapilla throw out. You know, I'll do one of those, yeah. right? But nine times out of ten, Dwight and Matt Mark, I literally post everything already when I'm back at my house. Right. Yeah, 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 100%. And, I, and this is the fact. This is the reason why. I literally go hunting with this guy, and we're having a good time. Not even thinking two shits about anything, right? Right. He's videoing his camper because, dude, he got a sick-ass camper, dude. This, oh, wow. oh, yeah, Matt. Yeah. Oh, Slingshaft? Yeah. What right. up, Matt? He has this, this truck, Xterra, Nissan Xterra, right? Right. <laughs> and just like uh, Russ was telling us, like they're like, 
they, people buy those things, right? right? Right. Anywho, this guy got this camper. It's a house, dude. It pops up on top of his hood and everything. It's a fucking oh yeah, dude. It's <clears throat> seen those. It's a that's f- awesome. Oh, dude, this freaking house, Mark. It's it's fucking sick, dude. Right? And it pops out in like a couple minutes. Well, we're at camp. He's taking videos. Yeah, look what Caterpillar cook. I was cooking up some meat and stuff. We're having a good old time drinking some beers. Well, people seen that. Right. Next, yeah. day, next day, they're fucking sending them pictures. Oh, we found out where you camped. Wow. Yeah. Uh, no yeah, shit, dude. That, so yeah. yeah. I can't remember that. Yeah. And I just told Matt, I go, that's cool. And all you guys listening. Jokes on you, fuckers! Because guess what? We don't hunt there. We just camp there. It's over the- <laughs> <laughs> I told Matt, I go. Next time we go, we're taking our e-bike so we can now. Now, because like, I was worried that the next morning when we were getting ready to go up, because we, we so when we went hunting, right. we'd have to put down the camper and drive down unless right. we have two vehicles. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. So that time we had one. So oh. I go, dude, we come back here. We got to take our bikes so we can just leave our house here. Because I was the next morning, I was like, man, if these guys drive now to come see where we're at, they'll see that we had not been in camp anymore. <laughs> our, we leave all our shit. Right. We just throw the house down and right. drive off. Go on down. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And I was like, I was worried the next morning. I was like, man, if they really come down this now, they'll really know where we're at. We're in an oasis, dog. Oh my god! Hey, it's the hidden honey hole. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, just I like Mark that. out here. He has yeah, a hidden honey hole. So, so you you go and you put your cameras up, Mark, because I'm going right back to this story. So you throw oh, your, yeah. you throw your cameras up. You're getting nice pictures of this dude. No cell service in there. Okay, I lost you for a second. No cell service in there. Did you lose me again? No, now I got you back. Okay. Right. Well, come on now. What Welcome back, baby. Welcome <laughs> back. Hey, what are you doing over there in that hotel? Fucking yeah, I know, right? <laughs> okay. you, what happens in Reno stays in Reno. Thank God we don't have to there you go. Look at you got a live camera that's looking at you, right? Lord, we don't want to know. <laughs> hey, laptop shaking back and forth. <laughs> hey, so you get, do you get cell service where you had that camera? Or just a SD card you have to go. No, I was on an SD card. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So you you check your camera. You see that you see this tank in there. You're excited to see it. Is this? It's so, oh, I am. So this is the buck that you have on camera that you just got like two weeks ago. Mark. Yo, Mark. Battery died. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know. Oh, I, I totally, go. you guys totally cut out there. Yeah, I'm you. right here. Can you yep. hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. I'm sitting oh. in the same spot. I don't know what's going on with my cell service. So it's, it's the Chinese kind of hacking in. Maybe it's the government. They're hacking in on us, trying to figure <laughs> out what we're talking about. Someone's gonna be knocking on the door real soon. I just heard something. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Get your badge out. <laughs> hey, FBI. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so. The bucket you got two weeks ago is the same one that you got on pictures? Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, oh nice. Hey, you know what? That is so badass. Yeah. Because it's a nice buck. And I've seen it. It's in velvet and everything. So oh, it's, right. It's fucking nice. Nice. So this guy goes on a bear hunt up there with Gabe. Shout out to Gabe. What? what give, how, yeah. was that, how was that hunt out there? <clears throat> Man, we, we got skunked. And it was no fault of Gabe's. 
it, it was 110 on Thursday, and then that storm came through from the Hurricane Hillary. Yep. And it was like 65 degrees, and the bears just shut off, you know. And uh, we hunted hard for three and a half days, but uh, no bears. So I'm going to go back up there, and we're going to try it again, and we'll see what happens. So he's been getting some nice bears yeah. Ever since that storm rolled through, it got hot again, and the bears started coming back yep. around. But And that's a shout-out um, to Gabe Casol out there at New Mountain Outfitters, dude. Check out Gabe and his outfit, dude. If you're looking for a bear hunt, this dude, he sends me videos. It got me excited every time. Right. I even right. told him like, uh, the other day, he sends me this video, right? right. And I was like, I get, a, I get a message that says, Gabe, bear hunter. And I get excited. I'm like, yeah, let me read it, right? I'm in Applebee's. <laughs> Okay. With the family, of With course. With the family. I take and, the family. And, and you tell all your kids, and you're like, hey, we, no, 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 no phones at the table. Yep. We're all sitting there oh, talking. Yeah. And who's the one, the lawbreaker? Yep. Who's I, the rule breaker? I take off my hat and I put my phone inside the hat, right? And it's, and I guess I should be stupid and uh, smarter and flip the phone upside down, but I don't. I have it to where you can see the screen, right? right. And literally, I see it and it says, Gabe, bear hunter. And I'm like, oh shit, I got to read this. It's a text, right? <laughs> And he sends me the video of this dude smoking this bear. Wow. I literally, my wife tells me, dude, I was asking, are you hearing what I'm saying? <laughs> like they're telling me a story. I'm, I just blocked them out. I kept rewinding the video over and over and over. Dude, Gabe got it going on up there, dude. This guy puts in re like work, right? right? right. Work. Like, oh, you know, yeah. like Seth last week, yeah, you know, yeah. Black Bear Pursuit, that guy, yeah. freaking fucking bear guru like no other. By the way, his nephew just got one. Nice. Oh, dude. Yeah. Nice. yeah, his nephew just got one. That guy, book of knowledge. I'm glad we had him on. Absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll do part two with Seth. I mean, he's Absolutely. like, yeah, this guy Gabe from fucking New Mountain Outfitters, dude. Oh, my God. He's running like 40 cameras, dude. Wow. Yeah. He has a freaking deal going on over there, dude. He has lots of bears. It's just, I was rooting for you too, Mark. I was rooting. I knew you were going there. First week, I'm out the gate. I'm like, oh, yeah. freaking Mark's going to scissor one, dude. <laughs> like Edward scissor. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was the plan. Oh, I thought you were. But that storm came in, and I had a feeling when that storm came in, I thought I was going to shut some shit down because – yeah, it screwed the whole thing up. Because we checked our cameras too, and nothing, nothing, nothing dude. Wow. During that little period, yeah, like just little two days, right? It's two days, yep. yeah. So the day, hey, yeah, there was no bears on our cameras two days before the storm, and then a day after the storm, they knew. They wow. Knew, they knew it was coming, and they said, "Hanging out, <laughs> we're not coming yep. down Bear Alley. We're staying up here in the valley." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they knew it. And Mark, you had a hard time over there. I get it, but I mean, I know you're going to go back. Yeah, it's hard, man. I mean, that's it's you know that's why we do it. Yeah, hey, I had a great time. That's why they so. call it hunting and not killing, baby. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's it. But it's nice when you kill. Oh yeah, no, it's, exactly. it's always better. It is so, great. So he goes hunting for bears. Okay, it pan doesn't pan out. The good Lord said, "Dude, I'm saving the big one for you. Don't worry, you're coming back." Because that's what the good. Hey, there's always a reason. The Lord, there's a path. There. Yeah, absolutely. And the Lord said, "You know what? It's not your time. I don't want you to waste your time on something small because you know what? You probably are going to shoot the first bear that came in. 
You're all hungry. Oh, at that point, after a couple of days, yeah, I would have oh, smoked anything. Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, baby booby <laughs> with a biscuit. Hey, they had a little picnic basket. Yep, you would have shot that bitch. Yeah. So check it out. Yeah. The Lord said, dude, Mark Sasser, dude, don't worry. You traditional, non-traditional bow hunter, you. <laughs> it is trad, not trad. You're that guy. The Lord said, dude, you're going to go back and shoot a big one. Watch. And I guarantee you, when you go back, dude, I there you I, will. I, I I have no no yeah. uh, no no doubt in my mind because right. that new game is gonna put you on the gig, yeah. dog. I mean, oh, yeah. he, if it wasn't for his, the storm, set up it's legit. Oh yeah, if it wasn't for the storm, you would have got one. So yeah. he goes hunting. hundred oh, percent. It doesn't pan yeah. out from your bear hunt. And, 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 and tell me if I'm wrong, Mark. Tell me if I'm wrong. From the bear hunt, he drives straight to the deer spot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, like 375 miles. And, oh. And that's what I'm, that's where I was getting right wow. now before I, he said I was like, "Oh, when it wasn't around the corner." <laughs> wasn't on the other side of the hill yeah. or the other side of the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it? no. Yeah, not on the other ridge. <laughs> he literally puts on almost 400 miles wow. and drives to a deer spot that he hasn't been to in 2018. Wow. To look for a bear that he, I mean, a deer Weird. that he has on camera. And, dude, tell us how it happens, dude. I Nobody knows it. It's going to be first here on the Wackham and Packham so, podcast. Wackham and Packham, baby. That's what we're all about. So, yeah, only a couple people know this whole story of this thing. So, so I'll unload it for you. So I, I make the trip, right? I, I drive the 375. I get to the trailhead. And I think I got there like at two o'clock, right? I left Reading early in the morning, get up there like two o'clock. And, uh, it's three miles into where I'd seen this deer, where my camera is, is three miles. So it's a mile downhill, you cross a river and then it's two miles uphill, right? So I leave about two o'clock. I get up there three thirty, three forty-five. Are you, are you, are you planning on? Staying there overnight? Are you taking a little tent and all that back in this back country? Or you? Or you? No, no. I was just gonna. If I didn't get anything, I was just gonna hike back out. Okay, gotcha. You know. Okay. And uh, so packing in light, got my kill kit, game bags, water, and snacks. That's all I had. Okay. And uh, so it takes me about an hour and a half to get back there. I get up to my glassing spot. I'm glassing less than thirty minutes, and I found find this buck bedded in the same area as the buck that I killed in 2018, right? Right in the same, not in the same bed, but like within, you know, a small, you know, Percentage. I don't know, 25 yard area or something, right? So I find, um, so it takes another two hours for me to maneuver around because I had to go back down and around a mountain to come over to get the wind right. So, it takes me two hours to get around where the deer is, keep checking. Every time I could look, I'm, I'm checking, popping up, making sure the deer's still there. You know, he hasn't got up, hasn't gone nowhere. Sneak in, and so, I'm able so, to so get. When, so when you glass them, how, many, how far are you out? I, I don't think I caught that. Um, from the glassing spot to where he was, maybe 250 yards. Okay. So with a rifle, I could have shot him right there. Oh. Right? Right. <laughs> Could have just walked out and popped them. Not no me. big deal. I suck. But it took me 
two two hours to get around to where I could actually get in to where I could shoot them. And so uh, make the trip around the hill, get everything right, sneak in, and he's under a big oak tree canopy. And I have a – my rule is if I can get into the same shadow of the same oak tree – that a deer is bedded under, I can kill that deer, right? What do you and mean so that? I get it. Well, you know, oak trees have this big canopy, so you're going to have a big round shadow. Yeah. And a lot of times these deer, they'll bed, like, on the outside edges of these shadows, right? They won't bed up against the trunk of the tree, but they'll bed out, you know, 10 yards or so from the tree. And so if the tree's got a, a big circle-shaped shadow, if I can get myself inside the same shadow that the deer's in, I can get them, right? Uh-huh. And so, so, so when you did that, in, so got when, into the shadow, so when you get, and then I used ta- the... Are you taking off your shoes and stuff? Oh, yeah, I got no shoes on at this point, right? So backpack is off, backpack is off, boots are off, how, how and far before I'm you get to crawling, that before, like, before you ar- take all that army off. crawling. Yeah. No, I'm saying, like, how far... So like, you're you're stalking in there, okay? When oh, yeah. how far are you from the deer when you decide you're going to take off your backpack and your shoes and start? Uh, about seventy, about seventy five yards. Seventy yards, wow. About seventy five. I decide I'm gonna I'm gonna ditch that stuff. And so at the top of this little rise, I just left my backpack and my boots at the top of this hill, and. Uh, I've lost them before, so I always take an arrow and stick it in so my fletchings are colored and sticking up so I can find them. Um, Your onyx maps won't work. So about 75 yards, I kick the boots and the pack off, and I sneak down. And, you know, it takes me another – probably of the two hours it took me to get around there, it probably took me an hour to cover, you know, that from when I took my boots off. So it probably took me an hour to get to there and then another hour to get into where I could shoot them. So, and uh, so, you know, just probably, yeah. Wow, you're, you're creeping. Probably an hour to crawl seventy yards without getting busted. So what you take? You, like, know? you take one step and stop, or I mean, one crawl. Like, I mean, how how do you? Yeah. How, what, what takes it? What takes a guy an hour to go seventy yards on their knee? Because that just sounds ridiculous. Well, so. A lot of times what I'll do, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll do like an army crawl where you're on your belly, you know, using your elbows to crawl, and I'll just have my bow out in front of me or I'll put my bow on my back and just let my bow ride back there. Uh, it takes a long time, you know, and you, that of that hour, there's a lot of times where you're just sitting there waiting, you know, the, depending on what direction the animal's looking, if that deer's, you know, looking not the the animal has to be looking straight away from you for you to move right because even if they've got their head pointed you know forward they can see you out of one eye and they're gonna see you so i i only move when they're looking straight straight away you know and so it's there's times where that animal's sitting there it's, it's bedded it's hanging out but his head's not in the right position so i don't move right i just i just lay there right or i just sit there and don't move try to hide and so you know it takes a while but uh, i got down to where i was probably at about 20 yards is there a lot of I got like, to what, how's, what's the ground like 
I mean, what like up I, I there? Mean, it's grassy. Oh, it's so grassy. in this area, it's pretty grassy, so you don't have the real crunchy stuff. Gotcha. You know, you didn't ha- have the any of the crunchies. And then um, when I got down under the oak tree, you know, you've got the oak leaves that are on the ground and stuff. And so on those, you just don't, you just don't do anything fast at all. You do everything super slow motion. When you sneak in, uh, like that, would that ultimate predator decoy work? Man, they might. Um, I I don't use them, but I mean, I'm sure it would probably work if they if they busted you, but. You know, that's the thing. The only way that, that decoy is going to work is if they look at you. And if they look at you, you're probably in trouble sooner or later, right? You, oh. You're on borrowed time. So, right. I, I try to only, I try to only move when they are not looking at me. If they're, if they've got an eye pointed at me, I'm trying to hold as still as possible and, uh, you know, keep my face covered up as much as possible. And wait until they look the other way again. And during this time when you're creeping up in this bitch and he's looking away, yeah. was there any time that he turned around and looked looked at you but didn't really know that what was going on? No, I mean, he he looked that way a couple times, you know, because they're looking around, they're shaking flies and stuff. But I never, I never felt like I was going to get busted by this one. Right. And there's times where they'll look at you and those or they'll look in your direction and they'll stare for a long time. Like they feel like something's up. But this one, man, he, he read the script or something because he never really, you know, he never really had me pinned or busted. So once I got to the point where I had the big oak tree, um, the, you know, the trunk of the oak tree between me and him, then I could just. I could just crawl really easy and, and get up closer. So oh, I got good. into, I, I ranged it. I ranged it after I shot him. I shot him at 11 yards and, um, you know, he, he never knew I was there. So you were able to, I just sat nin- there. You were able to ninja your way up to 11 yards. So you walk, you, yeah. so when you got finally the big Oak tree in between you and the deer, you couldn't see the deer. Okay. And you're walking up, you're crawling or whatever you're doing. You're doing the whole mass yeah, disaster I'm thing. I'm still right? crawling. Okay. And you get up. Do you get all the way to the base of the tree and then poke out to the right? Yeah, I was. I was. So the base of the tree, the tree had a, a Y in it that I could shoot through. So I was behind the tree, you know, like, I don't know, probably six feet or so, so that I had enough room to move my bow around between me and the tree. And then uh, I just waited for him to stand up, and you know he. I made a couple of clicks. Once I got in there, I clicked a couple times, and he stood up real slow and um, like, started mean? looking what around. What, what do you mean you did a couple of clicks? So guys, a lot of times guys will like try to you know stop him and do stuff like that. Right. I'll just cl- like click them just like that, right? Make a little clicking noise. And it's a it's a non natural noise, but it's not scary to them, right? So I'll just click at them like that, and a lot of times they'll stand up because what they're doing, in my experience, is they'll stand up and they'll look around, like what made that noise, right? But it's not foot, it's not, it's not footsteps, it's not a it's not a branch breaking, it's not anything that they associate with us. It's just something that they don't know. So they'll stand up and they'll look around. Right. So so when, so you, so when you got up to the tree, the Y, you could see through the yeah. Y, and you could see the deer bedding. Yeah. 
yeah, so I'm looking through the wire of the tree. I've got my bow cover in my face, right? I got face paint on. I got, you know, camo hat on. So if he looked at me, he would have seen my bow and maybe one of my eyes, right? So it's not something that's going to freak him out. But uh, he stood up. He looked around. I waited till he looked the other direction, and I zipped him. At 11 no. yards. 11 yards. Fucking it was a pretty awesome shot. Dude, he the, fucking ninja Bruce Lee this fucking buck. <laughs> tricked his ass. Yeah, the problem shot is. If, if that's not. Hey, dude. That's, that's it, primitive. It, dude, that is primitive, you know honey, why? right? It, it's fucking sick, yeah, right? Yeah. Because he sees his buck at 200 and some yards away. Yep. He gets a game plan. He circles around, takes two hours, an hour to walk in 70 yards. He gets inside of a tree. He does a the Bruce Lee ninja walk up. Right. He gets in. He pops up. A why? He doesn't, like, pop around and shoot. He shoots through a tree, guys. Okay? He's shooting through a Y of a tree. Right. Dude, Robin Hood. Dude, my hands are sweating. Yeah. My, literally, my, that, that is no lie, bro. You telling my story, telling that story, all that work, and I'm sitting there going, my God, this is amazing. I mean, we're sitting back shooting animals at 30, 40 yards. <laughs> no, uh, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, and, but you know me already. I've already been shoot. You already saw me shoot sure. that one deer, like, what, 70 yards. Sure. But literally, yeah. I scaled back now, and I'm like, oh, dude, I won't. Hey, dude, honestly, with a compound bow, I won't shoot past 40 yards. I'm yeah. like, you know what? I'm, I can sneak in closer. 40 or yeah. less is yeah. my limit. I yeah. mean, same here. And that's, I, dude, no matter what, uh, yeah. yeah, I'll shoot 40 or more. I mean, 40 or yeah. less. I mean, that's it. Yeah. To do it the way this man's doing it, it's amazing. It's pretty damn sick because you can do it with a compound. Oh, like, yeah, you know, yeah. that's the thing is you just, you're going to blow, you're going to mess it up, but, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, I wouldn't have to sneak you're going to mess it up and you're going to lose some, but dude, that, that is, you know, that, that, that dude, give the man a round of applause. Give that man. Cause dude, that is one hell of a story. And that is how you hunt. It's amazing. You know, what came to mind is that's your friend, the 73 year old man. He said he still doesn't. Oh yeah, yeah. He's out there right now somewhere. <laughs> wow. Do you, do you do you find yourself out there hunting uh, solo a lot, or do you have like do you have a buddy to hunt with? Because right here across the table, this is my guy. I hunt. I hunt, I hunt. hunt solo for for deer. I hunt solo for bears and pigs and stuff. I usually hunt with somebody. You know, but but deer, I do my thing. Why, so, well, I mean, don't you want to do a th Oh, you don't want your buddy to do your thing with you? No, I just like doing it on my own, right? I like I like backpacking solo. Like when I do the big backpack trips, I like to do those solo. I like to hunt on my own. I like to do – I just like to do it my way, and and my way is doing it solo. And you take a little tent when you do those backcountry hunts? I do a bivy most of the time. Unless there's weather, then I'll take a little, you know, one-man tent. But mm -hmm. I usually do a bivy sack. And so it's a pad, my sleeping bag, and a bibby sack, and go in, go in light. Fucking gnarly, dude, this guy. <laughs> right? right? 
Right? You, you almost sound like, sound like, the wind light come out heavy. Dude, you almost sound like Ted Nugent when he used to get dropped in Alaska or whatever else. And, oh, and man, that and guy's crazy. It came right on back out. So I tell you, dude, that is amazing. Man yeah, absolutely, that. right? I mean, you, you'd think the dude was in, you weren't in the military, right? I don't remember you ever mentioning that. Were you a ranger or something, dude? Because that's what you're doing. No. You're, you're the guy that goes behind the lines and cutting somebody's throat. <laughs> dude, that's amazing. I'm dude, telling you, that's amazing. God. I would have loved to have done that. I didn't do that but man i would have loved to do it and hey new order that's an honor to our military all of you guys out there ladies men women all children whatever you know I, I just do that out there but i it's not to make fun of it the fact is is that i say it because those guys have that skill and your actions alone and what you did to get that deer just reminded me of those guys when 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 they have to go behind the lines you went behind the lines to get up in there and get within 11 yards, bro. That is freaking amazing. Yeah. Super sick. Oh, uh, thank you. Right on. I appreciate your uh, time. We're going on two hours. Yeah, Here we go. One. Yeah, Too much. Yeah. Always fun. Oh, yeah, Always so awesome. fun. Yeah. Hey, well, Mark, it's been a pleasure, dude. Thanks for coming on, dude. Hanging out a couple hours with us, dude. dude uh, I appreciate it. I got your number now, so it's like. We're like new best friends. <laughs> oh hell yeah! We're gonna go. We're gonna go have some adventures. Yeah, absolutely. And so everybody out there, tell it. Tell everybody where they can find you. What's your your IG name and all that stuff? It'll be in the credits anyway. But just tell them too. So it's Mark Sasser. I'm on Facebook, uh, just under my name, and then on Instagram, it's California Tradbow Hunter. And then um, you can look up our website. It's www.buanabows.com. We've got um, a sale going on. Um, if you mention this podcast, um, I'll give you the $100 off that we're doing for the Labor Day sale. Um, just by mentioning this podcast, we'll give you that $100 off. Woo, so that's hey, how you can find me. You so better go with the Buana, Buana. You want a Buana bow? Get a Buana bow. Get 100 bucks off. Yeah. Hey, can you spell Buana for those people out there? It may just be a fool like I am. So I wrote it down about five B different times looking for it. <laughs> B-W-A-N-A. There we go, baby. B-W-A-N-A. Hit up, Mark. Hit up, Jerome, dude. Yeah. Buana boat. These guys are doing something. Also, I forgot to say earlier, dude, the guys from Mountain Bound Hunt Co., dude, we're going to Vegas, baby. They got a booth. <laughs> In Vegas, dude, December 7th to the 16th. There we go. Woo! It's the RMEF Outdoor oh, nice. Cowboy Christmas Show, dude, in the oh, Las nice. Vegas Convention Center. We'll I don't got the booth number yet, but, dude. We it's, will be there. Hey, December's a ways away still. Yeah. But, hey, everybody out there, book a hotel. Come out. See us because we'll be out there. podcast. We're going to set up a podcast on a kennel, dude. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to interview dogs. That's it. <laughs> Check him out, dude. It's going to be great. And also, me and Dwight, we've been filling it out. Here's my email address. It's chatapillar2222 at gmail.com. Anybody out there, we, we, we're going to start doing this. Like, I know other platforms are doing it. We want to do a shout-out also to the, the veterans, first Absolutely. responders, uh, the people that are – you know, saving us, dude. Absolutely. Making our life freedom. Even I, the, even just even the blue collar men yeah. you know, and women just working out there doing the Lord's work. Yep. Send us an email. 
and we want to we want we want to we want to shoot out a little piece every week too. Absolutely. Uh, just, yeah, I remember you, know, you saying that. I remember I, you were like, you I, know, I've been wanting to do it, Dwight. Yeah, and, you kept saying you kept saying that you wanted you know honor a veteran every week. You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah, I you hear know? I hear these other podcast working class bow hunters. They I listen to them. Uh, there's some other podcasts they do similar things, and uh, you know, not that I'm biting off them. I, I want to respect. The same as everything. Absolutely. You know That's what I mean? all it is. I, yeah, I want to honor a veteran every week, too. Absolutely. So if you guys got the email, it's chattapillar222 at gmail.com. Send us an email, dude. I'll have one. I'll soon to make a podcast, a whack em and pack em podcast email, but I haven't did it. I've been just, everything else is so hard. Anyway, exactly. You know I mean? yeah. <laughs> hey, so make sure you guys check out Mountain Bound Hunt Co., RMEF. Check them out. We're going. We're we're going. Viva Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> the Sin City. The cause of sin. And, and help you spend your money. Come out here. Buy some kennels, dude. Uh, get some. We'll have some. They're totally going to have some shed hangers. Nice. I think Mark also said that he was going to have some, uh, maybe some, like, the skull hookers to hold your skulls already, uh, ready to go. Nice. Show up out there, guys. Uh, we're going to have a hoot and holler out there. It's a cowboy Christmas. There it is. Cowboy Christmas. do yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, also, everybody, check out my man Mark out here, Sasser, oh, a.k.a. Sassy. Ooh. Oh, yes. Hey, trad, non-trad guy. This guy's amazing. Hit him amazing. up if you guys have any questions, especially all your traditional hunters out there. I'm personally not the guy, but if you want to hit me up, I will direct you to Mark. Uh, he, this guy's a book of knowledge also about that world. I mean, I'm sure Mark will... Get down. He'll help you guys however you can. Also, check out Buana Bows. He's having this sale to Labor Day, dude. Uh, 100 bucks off? Mention Whack'em and Pack'em Podcast, dude. Nice. Hey, that's a win-win. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And for everybody out there, bear season's on. I hope you guys got a bear. I hope you guys got a deer this last weekend because when you guys hear this, deer season's been on two days. If you guys... Shoot a bear or a deer. Make sure you hashtag tag us. You, you yeah. don't even hashtag. You can hashtag, but also tag us. Whack <laughs> them and pack them. We will. Uh, we will display it all. We're gonna shoot it out too. You, Absolutely. Yep. We we're honored that you guys are uh, out there we, doing your thing and 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 supporting us. Absolutely. And we appreciate it. And oh, dude, we're at two thousand freaking downloads already. I mean, oh, we're wow. working it up. Things are going happy. <laughs> It means a lot that everybody out there, like, <clears throat> I know we're small. We're getting it. But we, and we ain't no, yeah, we're small. We're nobody special. We're just two dudes having a great time to enjoy hunting and listening to other people's stories. It's just amazing. And I appreciate everybody following along, supporting us. And if you guys do like this episode, because it's another good one. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, hit that subscribe, follower button. You know what I mean? We're on Spotify, iHeart. We're on Apple now. Ooh, <laughs> I mean, what other platform you need? If you can't find us on those three, you're not trying. You ain't trying. You know what I mean? <laughs> leave a leave a review. If you guys got some questions, throw yeah. a question out, dude. We'll Let answer it. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, thanks everybody. Tag us. And you know, I hope you guys are hitting me up this weekend because you know why. Ooh, whack them and pack them, baby. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Woo! Have a good day. Thanks, guys.